Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Our guest today is a very bright young rabbi in southern Florida, and he has very ambitious plans for a Jewish center in Jupiter, Florida. We're talking about over 30,000 square feet of space. And he's a very devout man, a very patriotic leader. And we're going to talk all about this Jewish center in Abaco, Florida. Rabbi Beryl Barish, a Brooklyn native, received his rabbinic ordination from Morristown, New Jersey. He spent the earliest years of his rabbinic career teaching in the former Soviet Union, South Africa, and all throughout Central America, Rabbi Beryl Barish. First, let's talk about this big project that you are planning. I believe 32,000 square foot building. You have a little uh, foundation there, but you're planning to build upon this 100 times. Tell us about your vision and what you want to do in Jupiter, Florida, Rabbi Barish. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me. Well, uh, Jupiter is a growing community on the north end of Palm Beach County, and we arrived here, my wife and I, 13 years ago. And first, we didn't know anybody, and we found that it's a community where there was no real sense of community. A lot of people were isolated, a lot of people moving here, not knowing anybody. And slowly but surely, we were able to get to know people, and more people got to know their... We were able to introduce people to their neighbors. You know, there was a bit of a culture of, you know, you come home and drive into your garage, and that's it. So we were actually able to introduce people to their neighbors. And that's how slowly we formed a community, which was growing really quickly, and we saw that there's a need... So we said we better buy land before there's nothing left because the community was growing so fast and homes were being built everywhere and businesses. So we just leaped off the deep end and we purchased land about 11 years ago. We said, you know, one day we'll build a nice Jewish center here, a nice community center. And lo and behold, 11 years later now, perfect timing. We're getting ready to start construction. We got the pad in, and next week they're going to start with the footings and foundation and so on. Now, we're talking about, I would imagine, millions of dollars needed. Let's talk about your Correct. budget, how much money you need, and I would imagine you're a 501c3, how people can send tax-deductible donations to help this new Jewish center in Jupiter, Florida. Correct. So we're pretty much halfway there, but we're still are we still need to raise three point three million. 
to be able to finish this project, which will have a preschool, educational, there'll be education for adults, education for children, especially for teenagers, which is a very difficult demographic to work with. And we were able to connect with a lot of teenagers and help them a lot with their issues that teenagers today deal with, and which was incredible. So we're planning a mentor program. And there's a lot of great people live in this area that are retired and have accomplished great things in their life. And I'm now living in Florida, and, and I'm looking for things to do. So we're able to connect teenagers with people in different fields who are very successful in their life and able to mentor these teenagers, which is a great program. So anyone that wants to be part of this beautiful, growing community and want to send donations to help build this building and, and even be able to dedicate and have dedications and memory of someone or leave a legacy, we're able to do that by sending donations to Chabad of Jupiter, that's C-H-A-B-A-D of Jupiter. And our mailing address is 1209 Ming Street, Unit 110, Jupiter, Florida, 33458. Anyone that wants to contact me can do it by email, rabbi at jewishjupiter.com. Again, that's rabbi at jewishjupiter.com. Or my direct line is 561-317-0968. Is anyone out there that wants to do something really great, give back to the community? This is a great place. It's growing. Tremendous opportunity here. And, you know, every dollar goes directly to that project. There's no overhead. We don't use any... Every single dollar goes directly for the cause. Uh, please give the website or email address again so people can mark that down if they want to give a tax-deductible donation. Yes. So our website is jewishjupiter.com. My email address, again, is rabbi, R-A-B-B-I, at jewishjupiter.com. Again, that's rabbi at jewishjupiter.com, and you can send me an email, and we'll be happy to keep in touch with anyone who wants to be part of this incredible project. Again, you're listening to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. We're talking about the dynamic plans of Rabbi Beryl Barish. And this is for a new Jewish center in Jupiter, Florida. We encourage all of our listeners to support this tremendous uh, project, a big project, as he has to raise $3.3 million to complete this. But he's a man of great drive and integrity. If you're listening... Yeah, we've already raised more than half. So, And how long a period of time did you do that? Well, this was in the last two years. I mean, we we bought the land 11 years ago, and we said, you know, one day we'll build. So I guess in the last three years, mm-hmm. but we have already begun construction. And I just want to add, yes, I mentioned earlier teenagers. 
So we've been doing programs at the local high schools, and we've given classes to teenagers. And one of the things we're able to achieve is to give these children a, a appreciation of this country. So many times we start a conversation with teenagers, and they don't really understand how blessed we are to live in this country. And sometimes that's very sad. You know, when you have something, but you don't realize that you have it, that's sad. So giving these children appreciation for the country. You know, my parents immigrated to this country from what used to be the Soviet Union, and they gave me a real appreciation for this country and the opportunities that we have that anyone could achieve anything in this country if they just wanted. No matter what your background is, no matter where you come from, anyone can achieve anything. And as a teenager, I traveled back to the Soviet Union to do a summer camp for children there. And that had an impact on me, life-changing impact. I never complained ever again about anything because I saw how little they had. And I saw what opportunities we have here in this country. And that's what I want to teach my children and, and teenagers in general and children in general. And I think uh, that's something that's very much needed today. Well, I think you'll probably raise that $3.3 million because you love the United States and you're promoting this with the Jewish communities in southern Florida, and it's very admirable. I'd like to uh, thank those who've uh, called regarding our recent guest, Andrew Nagorski, the author of the Nazi Hunters, the leaders of the Holocaust Museum in Warsaw, Poland, recommended by Harold Besnos of Detroit. So thank you for your calls, and Mike Bellani, civic leader in New York. Coming up on this program, we're going to have famous PBS star Carmel Barnoff with the Living Well with Carmel program on PBS to 50 million homes. Maria Krause with the Muscular District Association. Senator Pat Gallivan and author Dick Kaplan all on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. If you're listening in Buffalo or Toronto or Washington, D.C. with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We have a little plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many tops grocery stores and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. In 2003, Rabbi Beryl Barish, along with his wife Sarah, founded a Chabad chapter in Jupiter, Florida. Under their leadership, Chabad of Jupiter has developed into a hub for Jewish activity, including a large array of educational programs for children, teenagers, young adults, and seniors. 
I want to talk a little bit about the Soviet Union. We witnessed in the last few days tens of thousands of Russians protesting against the government and corruption under Putin, and uh, they're claiming that he perhaps could be worth between 100 to 200 billion dollars taken away from the Russian people. Um, how do you assess the situation? Is it a country of corruption? Well, first of all, the very fact that people can march in the street and protest in the Soviet Union is, is somewhat of a miracle. You know, growing up, we know what that meant to go out and speak. People were even scared to say a word about the government or protest. It was impossible. And the fact that people can go out and protest, just that is a great achievement. And whether there's corruption or not, I mean, I'm sure there is, but I don't really uh, know exactly. The All I know is the revival of Judaism in the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union, it's incredible. I mean, cities all over, all over the Soviet Union, former Soviet Union, is reviving. You know, there's a revival of synagogues and summer camps and all types of activities. And there's Chabad centers throughout what used to be the Soviet Union. Just if I can share some memory, Passover memory. Mm-hmm. When I was a student, rabbinical student, I traveled just before Passover, to the city of Tallinn in Estonia, which was part of the Soviet Union, to do a public Passover Seder. For anyone that wants to come, can just come. We shipped everything there, the matzah and the wine and kosher meat. was all shipped there, and we had to try to pull off as many people as possible to come and attend the Seder. And I remember we arrived, and the first the locals, you know, were not accustomed to doing anything large, and they said, no, we'll just rent a small little room, maybe we'll have 20 people. But we were coming from the United States with a different mentality, and he said, no, there are a lot more Jewish people living in the city. Let's try to rent a larger venue and announce it on the radio. And we did that. We rented right in the center of the city with a public library, and they had a restaurant there. I was able to accommodate 300 people, and we booked it for the night of Passover, and we began to make announcements on the radio, but we still didn't know how many people were going to show up, mm-hmm. but we prepared for as many as we can, and we actually took a truck, we went to the marketplace, we bought everything that was there, all the potatoes and all the tomatoes and onions. When we left, the market closed, there was nothing left than we got a bunch of volunteers, and we cooked. And close to 400 people came, showed up that night. And there was a lot of crying and dancing and rejoicing. And it was the first time since World War II that there was a gathering of Jews that large in the city of Tallinn. And many of them were survivors. Many of them fought in the Russian army. So a shout-out Anyone listening of the Jewish faith, to remember that Passover starts April 10th this year. So once it gets dark on April 10th, make sure to eat matzah and four cups of wine and retell the story 
of the exodus of Egypt, whoever, to your spouse, to your children, to your grandchildren, to yourself, if you're alone, very important to be part of this. It's been over 3,300 years since the exodus, and we haven't missed it even once, and we're still here. You know, we made it through it, thick and thin, and still celebrating Passover, and not just survive, but thriving. So what a great time we live in, and a special time that we live in to see something like this. Very good. We're talking with Rabbi Beryl Barish, and we're talking about the need for a Jewish center in Jupiter, Florida. You mentioned a little bit about teenagers. I've had two teenagers, so I, I know what it's all about. Let's talk a little bit about your after-school teen programs, and then again, why people should make tax-deductible donations to help the Jewish Center in Jupiter, Florida. So one of the great things we did with the teenagers, you know, it was quite simple to do, but had a tremendous impact, is a local Jupiter High School with over 1,200 students. And, you know, I approached the principal and I said, hey, how about we get a Holocaust survivor to speak to these, to these teenagers? You know, they all heard the Holocaust. Some of them read books about the Holocaust. But imagine if they get to hear directly. <clears throat> At first, the principal was a little hesitant. He just said, well, if I gather all the kids together in one room, they might not be respectful. They might make noise. But we tried it. Mm -hmm. And you could hear a pin drop in the room. There were 1,200 students sitting in this massive auditorium, listening every word, asking questions afterwards. And you can see that it had a tremendous impact on them. You know, my wife and I were standing at the door as the teens were going out of the room, and they were all thanking me, saying, thank you, Rabbi, thank you for bringing... And one kid said, oh, Rabbi, I'm not going to make trouble today. This had a tremendous... Another kid said, this changed my life. And just imagine that these kids will be able to tell their children and their grandchildren that they met a Holocaust survivor and they heard the story from a Holocaust survivor. And we've been doing this now every year at the Jupiter High School. And obviously then there's smaller groups that we gather with the kids. We take them out after school. We meet sometimes for ice cream, for pizza, and just talk about you know, what Judaism has to say what, how it can enhance one's life. You know, the word Torah, God gave us the Torah at Sinai. Mm -hmm. And if you translate the word Torah into English accurately, it will not translate as Bible, it will not translate as, as uh, Testament, it will translate as manual or instruction manual. And just like you buy a new car or a new phone and it comes with a manual, Mm-hmm. And the manual allows you to maximize the features of that car or that phone. So, too, as God created us, and he gave us a manual. He said, you want to make the most of your life? You want to make the most of your relationships? You want to make the most of your time in this world? Here is the manual. And really, that's what the Torah is. It's a guidebook to our life, to our daily life, how to make the most of our lives. And just like no one's going to throw out the manual of their car and say, well, whoever wrote this didn't know what they were talking about, because obviously they're the ones that made the car. They wrote the manual. So, too, God created us, and we're very complicated. 
And in his infinite kindness, he gave us this manual. And what's also fascinating about this manual is just like there can't be a second edition manual to the same car. You know, imagine Toyota came out with a second edition manual to the same model car. They'll be out of business. So, too, there can't be a second edition. God created us, and this is a manual, and it works today just like it worked a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago. And more and more, we're seeing today that modern psychology and modern medicine is in sync with teachings of the Torah. So that's why, you know, when I tell this to teenagers, they say, well, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought Torah is just about how you observe the holidays or, you know, dietary laws. But little do they know that there's a tremendous direction in every part of our life. You know, it's like, like our GPS. So Torah can be translated as manual, uh, instruction, or GPS. And that has a tremendous impact on these children. And, you know, I'm eager to teach it. And once we build a center, we'll be able to provide a lot more classes and we'll have a library. And we'll have uh, a special place for teenagers to come after school. You know, teenagers today, I found, have this interesting schedule. They come home from school, let's say 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon, and they call it, they crash. They go to sleep, they take a nap, and then they wake up maybe midnight and start doing their homework and go back to sleep at 4 in the morning. So we want to break that habit, and after school they'll come to this beautiful center where they'll be able to relax. We'll have games, arcade games, and many other fun things, and they'll be able to do their homework. We'll have people, staff there helping them, you know, to do their homework, and if their parents are working and not provide for them and don't have dinner for them, we'll have that option. And that way, the time they get home and their parents are back home, they've already done their homework, and they'll go sleep a normal time and wake up refreshed, normal hours, which obviously, getting enough sleep, we all know, has a big impact on our day. Again, if someone would like to make, and throughout the U.S. and Canada, a tax-deductible contribution, as you are a 501c3, how do people donate to the Jewish Center in Jupiter, Florida? Yes, and uh, just for one moment, going back to the former Soviet Union, mm-hmm. you know, my, my grandmother who was born there, told me the story of how in her town there was a Jewish boy, six years old, in her class. And, you know, you you were forced to send your children to the Soviet schools where they indoctrinated you with the belief in the Soviet Union and the utopia that they were trying to create. And, you know, obviously they taught atheism. Mm-hmm. So this little boy was told by his parents, you know, you don't have to pay much attention to to what the teacher says. When you come home, we'll teach you Torah, we'll teach you Judaism, we'll teach you the Bible. Mm -hmm. And this little six-year-old hears one day his teacher talking, and she says, class, 
Do all of you see the chairs in the room? And the class says, yes. So she says, well, if you see it, it means it's there. Class, do any of you see the blackboard? Yes, means the blackboard is there. Then she goes, class, do any of you see God? And they all shook their head, no. So she says, well, if you don't see it, it means it's not there. Now this little six-year-old Jewish boy learned the Bible with his parents. It says God created heaven and earth. So he gets up, he raises his hand, gets up, and he says, class, do any of you see our teacher's brains? And the class shook, no. Okay. Well, if you don't see it, it means it's not there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just a little insight in how they try to eradicate any trace of, of uh, religion, of God, and all they believed in was the utopia of the Soviet Union. Terrible. And obviously, that crumbled and fell apart Thank because uh, truth, you don't need to indoctrinate. And if you do, it means it's not truth and it won't last. And it's interesting, the Hebrew alphabet. This is something very interesting. So the words, you know, in the Hebrew alphabet, some of the letters, if you were to make a, a three-dimensional image of those letters, some of them can stand. For example, like in English, an A can stand. A, a O can't. A, a, a O will wobble and fall. But in the Hebrew alphabet, it's the same way. So if you want to... So for the word sheker, sheker means lie or untruth, is three Hebrew letters, shin, kuf, resh. And each one of them will wobble and fall. On the other hand, the word for truth is emes, three Hebrew letters, aleph, mem, and saf, which can stand. They won't wobble and fall. So truth always prevails, like light always prevails over dark darkness. And, you know, all these isms, have come and gone. Whether it was communism or, or any other type of ism that had to be indoctrinated or any other dictator. You know, I remember growing up, we all thought of Saddam Hussein. We saw the images of him in his palace, the beautiful yachts he had, and very mighty, and everyone was scared of him. But then, ultimately, we saw him being pulled out of a rat hole. He was so a rat. That was the real him. Yeah, uh, again, Rabbi, please give the email address or the website so people can make tax-deductible donations. Yes, please. Anyone that wants to be part of this, great. Please do that. Our My email address is rabbi at jewishjupiter.com. My phone number, my direct line, anyone can call me, is 561-317-0968. We can discuss a legacy, a dedication, a room, piece of furniture. We'll have a plaque with your dedication on it, which will come to great use for many, many years to come. Okay. Beautiful I'm sorry, community. we have Again, to... Again, my phone run. number. All right, quickly. one three one seven zero nine six eight in Jupiter, Florida. Beautiful, growing community. Beautiful town. Anyone come visit, please call me. Be happy to show you around. Okay, we have to bring the Rusk Report to a, a close. I'm sorry, we've run out of time. We've been learning a lot from Rabbi Beryl Barish for his dynamic new Jewish Center proposed in Jupiter, Florida. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production. And thank you for enlightening us, Rabbi Beryl 
Barish. Have a great week. Thank you so much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.